Episode 65, Celebrate Becoming Excellent Versus Being Perfect. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified triathlon life and weight coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlon. I'm here to assist you in gaining a stronger body and mind, and I'm excited to help you discover your inner athlete. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome. I am happy to be back in Colorado. We were on a family vacation, and now we're back. Now I'm back right at all the stuff I did, but you know, the funnest part is I have all the memories of such a fun trip that are priceless to me now. So super happy that we got to see family and friends and so many highlights. And you know how you always usually remember the last one, but being in Jackson Hole and the surrounding areas was so awesome. It just helped me just see God's beauty, the, all the things that he creates in, in way of being in nature and just being at the base of the Grand Tetons as we are paddleboarding around. And um, I just was like, wow, God is good. And that he blessed us with this beauty. And it was so awesome. We mountain biked in the mountains there. And yeah, I'm just so grateful that we got to do that. And we got to make memories. And now I'm back. And you know how it is when you go on vacation. It's super fun. But then you come home and you're like, holy cow, I have so much to do. And so as I like to take you guys all along on the journey with me of all the things I'm learning, that is exactly where we're at again this time. And so what we're talking about today is something that I'm learning that I thought a lot about, that I'm still thinking a lot about, and that I'm still working on. That's why I do all these things, because I studied out, and it helps me become better, and I figure out as along the way if it's helping me become better, if there's things that I can pass on to you all that will help your lives, and I'm like, it is so worth it to me. So anyways, what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about celebrating becoming excellent versus being perfect. And the reason why I have to talk about celebrating to first to start off is because it's my birthday month. And my husband laughs because he doesn't call it my birthday or my birthday week. He's like, you celebrate your birth month. Like it's important. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like I love my birthday. But as I always think about like, why do I love my birthday is because I love to celebrate. I love to celebrate me being me. I love to celebrate all the things that have happened in my life. I love to celebrate all the happy and the sad and just the fact that I'm living and that I'm alive. And I like to afford that to everyone. And, you know, one day kind of seems too short to celebrate that. So I'm like, well, we can celebrate in a week, but then it's just even better if we celebrate it for the month. So I want us to all feel like we can celebrate right today for whatever it is you're doing, like celebrate you becoming excellent in whatever way. We don't have to wait for a birthday to celebrate us, right? We can celebrate now and we can celebrate the progress. And that's really what I want to focus on because a lot of times in life, we just don't celebrate because we're like, we wait till we have till we're perfect at it. And if that's the case, you're probably not celebrating. So we don't want to do that. (laughs) So anyways, and so what I want to talk about today is really something that could be light or heavy, you know, depending on how you want to look at it. But I, I want to just bring a few things to your attention. But when we think of excellent, what are we what do we define excellent as? Um, What are some adjectives that you would say go with excellence? And so I like to pull out 
people in my life that I think that are striving for excellence and I think they strive and they're very creative. They're excelling at things. They um, are creative in the fact that like, I love that they say artists, there's no mistakes in art, meaning that they're willing to try things and they don't call them a mistake if they don't work out. They use their gifts and their talents to continue to create and they're willing to sacrifice. So I see people in my life that are willing to like not have it all look perfect because they know that being creative there, it looks messy in the middle and that's all, that's all okay. That we can strive for this along the way and the messy middle is just part of it. So I love to think about that, that the, when I associate excellence, I associate it with being creative. And I also, which is the 4th of July, so we have to bring in freedom. But I feel like when we um, want to be excellent, when we want to excel, when we are celebrating that, that we feel the freedom of not this heavy burden of having to be perfect, but that we celebrate the things that we're good at, that we celebrate the ways that we're achieving and progressing, and that we realize that we have weaknesses and strengths, that we celebrate the strengths, and we continue work on the weaknesses knowing that's a part of who we are, that we start knowing that we have weaknesses. And if for anyone to truly like, you know, um, accept us, we have to accept that we have weaknesses and strengths and that there's freedom in that knowing that we don't have to be perfect, that we, that when we stop expecting ourselves to be perfect, we gives us so much freedom to be creative if freedom to live our life the way we want to, not in a, a little tiny box dee, 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 that people say we have to live by because that's perfect life. You know, just live in this square box and that's perfect. Or this little cookie cutter, which I've talked about in episode 10, a cookie cutter life. Yeah, no, that's not excellence. That's not freedom. That's very, that's very restrictive. And so another thing I think about when I think of when I'm thinking about excellent people and becoming excellent is they find this inner peace because they start understanding that it is important to take care of their health. It is important to take care of their well-being and that that brings inner peace when they live in their integrity, when they live in the truths that they know and they strive from that place and they're doing it because they want to. They're doing it to make themselves better. And they're not doing it because they expect it from others. They expect it from themselves because they know that they can. They know that they're capable of things if they continue to be creative, if they continue to take one step forward. They begin to see what they're capable of. And that's really what I want to help people see is that we have so much capability and we have so many gifts and talents, individual gifts and talents. But if we try to be perfect, we think we have to do it all. That's a sneaky, that's a sneaky lie of perfection. We have to do it all. Or it's another sneaky lie is all or nothing, right? So when we think those things, we, we don't realize what we're capable of because we think we have to live into a square box. And if we don't fit that box, then we're like, it's either all or nothing. I guess it's nothing, right? And so, so many times we get to nothing. And that's, that's what I want to help us see that we all have capabilities. So when we're celebrating becoming, we reinforce this progress, this process of us becoming our best self. We reinforce this. We celebrate it. We do little dances. We do little parties, whatever we do. And that helps our brain see, oh, yeah, this is a good thing. This is a good thing that we want to be striving for this. We want to keep moving forward in this direction. This is something I can keep doing. Instead of when it's perfect, we're going to talk about how we can find how sneaky perfectionism comes in and tries to rob us of us becoming it. Um, excellent. So we're going to talk about that. But I just want us to see how the difference is. And 
when we when we have excellence and we're striving for that, we feel encouraged because we're we're willing to put things first. We have these realistic goals. They're not goals that are too big. They're realistic. And we have priorities. I talked about this in my last podcast. We have priorities. We realize that we can only do so much. It's not all or nothing, right? We only have a limited resource. So we put our priorities in front. We learn that and that encourages us because we put our focus onto this, whatever that is, and we go full force ahead. We want to launch into it because we're like, oh, I know my direction. I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. And it's a doable plan as opposed to when it's perfect. It feels very draining because that plan, we set it huge expectations that we can't reach and it feels so hard to obtain most of the time and it's really draining and when draining comes it brings discouragement right so I want us to be aware of that I want us to look at those different examples in our lives and I want um, I, I love it when I help my clients do this and it's when I am like let's look for the excellence and let's not let's not be discouraged by the way it's not perfect because you know what especially in a diet sense especially when we're training for an ironman especially when people are working on the relationships when we think we're going to get to perfect and then we get to that all or nothing we go to the nothing because we can't get to the perfect because a perfect place is not what we're here to do it's to become that's what we're that's why we're here learning all these things is becoming these things and that is how we will learn these different things is when we become we celebrate and we have to notice what excellent looks like versus what it doesn't look like so i want to talk about just a few different things we're going to talk about five things that perfectionists will come in and try to sneak in and sabotage us. <laughs> and I have to say before I go any further that the where I've been learning a lot of this different stuff on perfectionism is from John Acuff, his book Finished, and he also has a podcast. And I would suggest reading that. When we, this month in my Team Elevate, we are going to be dive, deep diving into the book Finished, and we're going to be talking about how to strive for more excellence versus perfectionism, right? We're going to really take a deeper look into that, but this is just kind of helping you understand it to, in, in, a, in a big sense picture. But I love what he talks about. He, he breaks down all these things that perfectionism tries to come in to do. And when it comes in, it has us, we think a lot of the times that it's going to help us finish, but most of the time it doesn't get us to finish. So he talks about that, how it's kind of the robber of our finish line. So I want us to think about that. And the very first thing I'm going to talk about that he talks about throughout his book is when we're when we're wondering if it's excellence or when we're in perfectionism, we think, okay, what are my what are my expectations? And the very first thing is perfectionism has in us set unrealistic expectations. So when we have these big goals, we come in and they're they're frankly really large and people will come in and when I start working with them, they, you know, they tell me how much weight they want to lose and they're like, and I want to lose it in, you know, 30 days, 60 days. And, and it's slightly unrealistic because I'm like, how long did it take you to gain this weight? And it takes usually longer than the weight they want to lose. And, but perfectionism has to just say, Oh, you can just do it. Don't worry. Just set this big goal and you can do it. And that's when we notice we're in perfectionism is that when it's unrealistic for us to meet those expectations and even if we meet those expectations, which I want you to see, is that we've exhausted all of our energy that we can't hang on to it. So when people come into my weight loss, I'm like, we need to set 
um, goals that you can, you can obtain them and then you can maintain them. And that is how we strive in excellence. That's how we celebrate it along the way. But when we have perfectionism, they just think I have to lose all this weight, all of it right now. And you know what happens? Sometimes they lose it. Most likely they don't lose it and they go back to their old habits and they usually gain the weight. And so they're not finishing what they started and they're not getting to their finish line of what they want because perfectionism is robbing them. The next one I want to talk about is perfectionism amplifies comparison. And so when I, and this is what I'm telling you, I'm taking your mom on my journey with me is because I, I like to think, you know, in my, you know, my fantasy world that I strive for excellence, that I celebrate excellence. And I really do. I really have been working on that. I really think that I'm trying to own my weaknesses and my strengths. I'm trying to learn all those things and I'm trying to be encouraged and launch and be excited and have all this freedom. But the thing where I get stuck in is my perfectionism. I see myself comparing myself. And, um, I did, I used to do this a lot triathlon. I, when I first started out, I would look at people that were really good and I was like, Oh yeah, I can't do that. I would not do that. I don't think I can be a triathlete. <laughs> Luckily, I stuck with it and realized it takes a lot of time to become better. It takes a lot of process. It, t- it takes celebrating all these small victories along the way. But you know what the funny thing is, again, I started my business and I started comparing myself to life coaches or, or the people that I wanted to be like that were so far ahead of me. And the same thing, I was like, yeah, I don't think I can do this. And I had to realize that was perfectionism stepping in and being like, Oh yeah, it's just amplifying all these ways that I can't measure up. And in the book that that John Acuff writes, he's like, people compare their beginnings to people's middles, and that never <laughs> never wins out, right? And so we just he suggested comparing ourselves to people that are maybe just a little bit ahead of us or or similar to us because we're on this journey together, or maybe they're a little bit ahead of us. It's just enough to push us, you know, like I talk about getting out of your comfort zone, enough to push us out of our comfort zone to strive for this excellence, but not to think that we have to be perfect and be someone that's 10 years down the road ahead of us because that gap is too big. And then when we think we have to do all of that, because that's again, the lie that it tells us, then we're like, unless we think we can do it all. And then we're like, I can't do any of it. So I get there so easily and I love my clients. I love every single one of them that come, but, um, and I've done this to myself too, but a lot of the times with comparison, it's not only we comparing ourselves to others, but we compare ourselves to our past self, to where I am now, to what I used to be. People will tell me, I used to be so much lighter. I used to be so much fitter and I was perfect then. And you know what? Like maybe... But if we go back and ask people, your life probably wasn't perfect then, you probably weren't perfect, but we we tend to forget all the kind of bad stuff and remember all the good stuff and think it was perfect. But if we go back, we're like, oh yeah, I probably wasn't perfect then. And we have to realize like we're not perfect right now. We're exactly where we're supposed to be. We've learned things along the way. And then how can we apply them to our life now? And that's us when we're celebrating excellence. It's like, let's celebrate the life we've lived. If that's if that we like that, then let's incorporate that in with all the other things that I've learned in my life. And the next one, since we're talking about this, I think it's perfect, but perfectionism eliminates your ability to celebrate. And what that looks like is it's us always moving the goalposts. It's always us pushing back the horizon, like still chasing the horizon, not ever just stopping and celebrating where we're at, this, the how far we've come, not celebrating what we do. And so it looks like this when my clients will come to me. Um, I have them do a food journal, right? So even if they're doing a food journal, they're writing their food down at some extent, I'm like, let's just 
celebrate that you're writing your food down. Um, so many people don't do this. Let's celebrate this. And I, I want to bring that to their attention that we're learning these things, but we're becoming aware by writing this down. And if I'm not, if I don't talk to them about that and they come to me, they're like, I did it so wrong. I didn't write all my food down and I missed a few days. I can't, I, I'm not even doing it like what you asked. And I want to be like, okay, let's slow it down because that's them writing in perfectionism. That's not even, that's not even having them celebrate that they, you know, a couple months ago, they weren't writing anything down. They didn't even know what they were eating. Right. And so I'm like, okay, let's just celebrate what you're doing. Good. Let's see that there's room to improve that. We're going to progress slowly that we're going to get there, that, that you are on a journey, a process and that we can celebrate along the way. And so I think how sad is that is if that we always are, we can't even celebrate what we've learned right now. And I mean, I'm as guilty as the next on this. And I, I feel like I've worked on this, but I mean, and, and I've shared this experience, but when I was really wanting to get a slot to go to Kona, I, when I was racing, it was a couple years back and I got fifth and I was so mad at myself. I mean, I still made it on the podium. I was racing in a very elite, that's still a very elite group. And I was so mad. I couldn't even be grateful for the fact that I'd raced so hard that I got in a PR that I did all these things. And I was like moving my horizon. I was moving the goalposts. I couldn't even just celebrate that I wanted the excellence of me doing that. And I was residing in perfection. I was like, I had to be perfect to do this. And it kind of took away from all the fun that I wanted to when I was racing. And, and I, and I had this discussion with my cousins, with my husband and with my friends. And I was just kind of like, and then it came to my reality. If I'm not going to have fun while I'm doing this, if I'm going to let myself have to be perfect and have to do all these things, and I don't even like this anymore, why am I even doing this? And so it was a really big eye opener for me to realize that when I am residing in perfectionism, I don't celebrate along the way and celebrating to me is bringing fun into it. And that's robbing me of what I want in life. And so I had to recheck and it really changed the way I did it. I was striving for my best self. I was striving for excellence and I was, I was doing what I knew I could do and not what I, I, the pressure of everyone else thinking I could do it or all these things. And it, it changed the way I raced. It was like really a pivotal point for the way I raced. So I'm grateful for that experience. It was a painful experience to realize that I couldn't even be happy for how much I had excelled and that I really needed to work on that. And the fourth way we can notice perfectionism is that it leads to burnout. And hands down, I couldn't agree more. I love that Johnny Acuff talks about this. He talks about we have to be perfect with our workouts, right? I'll give people their workout plan. And, and sometimes if, if my clients don't feel like they can hit every single workout, then they don't even want to work out at all. And I'm like, that, that's where we, we're getting robbed because working out some is better than working out none <laughs> versus working out perfect. And I don't give my clients workouts to make them be perfect. I give them workouts so they have direction. So they know what when they go to the gym, they have a plan. And it doesn't have to be perfect in that plan. It just gives them a focus. And so I want them to know that like, this is just you building consistency. This is you having direction when you go in there. If it's not perfect, that's okay. And even John Acuff talks about the day after perfect, right? The day that you did, you didn't do everything perfect. What do you do? And that's how it helps us to find like, w it's not going to be a perfect workout all the time. You can't 100% perfect workout all the time because we keep, our bodies just vary. Our bodies have different ways of doing that. Um, we get burnout when we have to be, have a perfectly clean house. I mean, I burn out in a day if I've had a perfectly clean house. We've talked about this before. <laughs> 
But if I just want to be excellent, I'm like, I'm just going to work on this one area. And that's okay because I'll get this one area better. And instead of perfection, something I have to have a clean house. Or if you don't have a clean house, you just have a completely messed house. I'm not, I can have an in-between, right? And I can have this gray area. Or we have to have these perfect kids. They have to look perfect. I have to have this facade that they're perfect, that this marriage is perfect. And that is so draining and stifling because that is not the truth. And I see that also when people come with me with their weight loss, in the past, they've been perfect, quote unquote, in their diet. And they're like, I did it. I did everything right. I lost the weight. But you know what? They worked so hard and they were, quote unquote, perfect with their diet that when they got done with it and they met their goal, they couldn't maintain it because it was too, it was too discouraging. It was too draining. It was too hard to keep that perfect life up. So that is what the essence of what I teach people is that we, I don't want people striving for perfect. I want them striving and celebrating their excellence, striving to get to a place where they can bring something into their life and they can make it doable enough to make the change, to keep it going, that it becomes a lifestyle change for them. And that is so important. That's what I have people when we start exercising. I'm like, we got to be honest where we're starting with our exercise. We don't want to get to burnout. We want to just do enough to push ourselves to get better, celebrate those small victories. And that is us owning our real self. That's another word that I didn't mention in for excellence is living in our integrity, right? Another synonym for excellence is integrity. And that is when we're, we're honest with ourselves. And the very last one, and it's put in different words, but is that perfectionism turns your starting lines into walls. That's how John Acuff puts it. And I mean, it's not like any starting line would really be a wall, but what it does is this is what I see people do even if they think they come to my program or if it's before they decide to do a triathlon is they're like, I have to get a bike. I have to be able to know how to do this. I have to be able to have this one. I have to be able to know, you know, what's the best program? What's the basic way to get my food? Where am I going to get my food? All these questions. And you know what? That's so exhausting before you even get to the start, before you even start training for triathlon, before you even start a food protocol. And you know what that has you doing? Not even starting because it's too hard to get there. And you just want to be like, okay, Listen, what excellent looks like is that I'm trying to do a little something better. I'm going to get to the line and I'm going to figure it out as I go. And I'm going to have my, I'm always going to be self-correcting as I'm, I'm going to be readjusting, resetting how I'm going, because that is what we have to do when we're striving for excellence. We don't just have to set a perfect plan and think we have to hit every perfect mark along the way. We're always readjusting. We're always steering like a car, but we have to, you know, you always, you don't just hold your wheel. You have to readjust it all the time. That's what we have to do with excellence. We're just readjusting. And that is what I'll, well, again, I'll dive into more with my, my team, but we'll talk about why we have data is because then we can look at it and see how to make it better. So data are just facts. And then we're like, okay, and we can readjust here. Let's just readjust. And then we're back on track. We're not all the way off the track. We didn't just either do all or nothing. We're either perfect or we're not. It's like, no, we're readjusting. We're getting better. We're learning as we go. So all such interesting stuff. I just want us to remember that I want us to celebrate the process along my way. I want us to celebrate that we are excellent. We talk about a life coach school that we can strive for B minus or strive for B, which is excellence versus striving for an A, which is the, you know, the perfect. And we're going to get so much more done. I mean, I even see it when I started a podcast, I, I didn't really know how to do it, but I was like, I'm going to learn along the way. And I just started. And if I wanted to think I was perfect before I started, I wouldn't have even started now because I'm not perfect at this now. <laughs> so I want to just tell each of us that like, 
we have things that we can do in our life to become better, that we can strive for things that are important in our life, that we can strive to be our best self. But that doesn't have us wanting to be perfect. It has us wanting to become the best that we can and not to be a cookie cutter of the perfect human because we'll never get there. And then we can't celebrate. We can't have fun in life and we can't do fun things and we don't want that. So just remember that we want to always be thinking ways to celebrate, have fun, become better. And that is us excelling in those ways. And when we start noticing perfectionism come in, those are red flags to be like, let me look at this. What's happening? How can I readjust a little bit with my thinking to get to excellence? And then we're right back, right back on that track we want to be. So um, hopefully these were helpful. You can figure out ways to spot them in your life. The perfection sneaks in or ways that you're striving for excellence. And then you'll be off to the races. So until then, we'll talk to you guys next week. All right, bye-bye. Would you like to achieve the things you know you want to do? I offer one-on-one coaching and a new program called Team Elevate. It is a small group program that lasts six weeks. Inside the program, we work on goals and finding strategies to get you through your challenges. I also help you create a food protocol and I create your own personalized exercise program. It's like joining a gym for your body and your mind. You can find out more information on my website at camibanks.com or reach out to me on Instagram at camibankscoaching. Also, if you like this podcast, I would love for you to subscribe, rate and review it and share it with a friend. And most of all, thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.